Welcome into this next episode of Big A's Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, I am joined by a, another special guest. It is my cousin, Mark Trunk. Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. I always enjoy talking Packers. Oh, yeah, definitely. And we have a Packer game tomorrow as they take on the Houston Texans. It is in Houston. And first, before we preview the game tomorrow, Mark, I know that you want to give your thoughts on each team's season up until this point. And since this is your first time on my podcast, I will give you the opportunity to give your thoughts as far as that goes. So that way the listeners can get your thoughts as they have already heard my thoughts uh, somewhat as I have had episodes in the past that have I've given my thoughts. So we will start with the Packers. Packers season so far. What are your thoughts, Mark? Well, Adam, I think you got to be pretty happy with the season overall. You're 4-1. You think you'll definitely take it at this point of the year. Um, you know, when people were looking at the schedule before the season came out, it seemed like the first six games are going to be tough. Four of the first six games are on the road. You had three games on the road against playoff teams uh, with the Vikings, Saints, and Texans. So Packers have a lot of home games later on in the year, so especially if they get a win this week, you really got to like where they're standing. As far as my thoughts on their offense this year, I was really happy to see how good they were doing the first four games. Definitely seemed like LaFleur's system and the familiarity was clicking a lot better than it was last year. Rodgers was hitting on more deep shots and definitely more efficient than he was last year. Jones and Williams have looked as good as they've ever looked together with the Packers, forming a great tandem in the backfield. It was uh, kind of disappointing to see the loss of Alan Lazard with his injury. He was definitely one of their top breakout players, so they're going to need some other people to step up. Something that a lot of people don't really notice unless things are going bad is the offensive line. The offensive line was playing great the first four games last week. They kind of struggled against Tampa Bay's front. And as far as defense, definitely not as many turnovers being forced as as they did last year, not as many sacks and big plays. So hopefully they turn that around. You got to really like what Jair Alexander is doing so far. He's pretty much locking down anybody he's covering. Linebacker depth is kind of being tested, especially with Kirksey going down. But it's been nice to see people like Chris Barnes step up. You would also like to see Preston Smith get going a little bit more and Rashawn Gary and Zadarius because if you get all three of those guys going at the same time, That'll definitely help out the defense. It seems like the defense has been a lot more streaky at this time this year. They'll play well for a few quarters, and then all of a sudden teams will go on big drives without really having any resistance for them. So you would definitely like to see more consistency from there, from the defense at that point. Yeah, definitely. And the Packers, as you alluded to, Mark, have had – a pretty solid start to their season. I know last week against the Buccaneers, they had a slip up and they didn't play that well, but it's the NFL and you're going to have those types of games. And every team wants to win every game because that's what you do. It's a competitive mentality, but in reality, undefeated teams are few and far between. I think it's only happened once for sure uh, in NFL history within the last 30 years and maybe a couple more times than that, but I think it's just once. It rarely happens, uh, and that's why these are NFL teams, and they go up against others, and 
they have good players. So there's talent on both sides, and you have to uh, give the Buccaneers credit for winning last week. But I think that the Packers at 4-1 and one are in a good spot. They have a winnable game against the Texans coming up tomorrow. And if they win that, then uh, the next few, I think, are uh, pretty well set up as far as uh, the teams that they're playing should be matchups where they can win. But again, it's the NFL. Any given week, they say, uh, is where any team can beat you if you're not at your best. So they'll just have to, like any team, play with that winning mentality. And I think that they're in a good spot from that end and uh, keep moving forward with the season. Offensively, like you mentioned, I think that the offense is doing very well. Uh, Last year, it was a good offense uh, for the most part. And this year, it seems like it's even better than last year. And I think that's just something to be said for the players getting more used to Matt LaFleur's system. In year two, usually you get more years under your belt with a new coach's system, and you do even better and get even better than what you were before. So uh, that's definitely going to be a key to see the Packers' offense do well because last week against the Buccaneers, they – had a 10-point lead, obviously, as we all know early, but then they didn't score the rest of the game. Their offense really had trouble. So they're definitely going up against a lesser defense comparing the Buccaneers' defense, which is very good, one of the best in the NFL, to the Texans' defense in this one. So they should have a little bit more success. But again, like I mentioned before, you got to bring it. you got to bring your A game. And if they can continue to play well offensively, then they should have a, a good amount of success again tomorrow. And then defensively, like you mentioned, Mark, I think that uh, they just need to show the resistance against those big drives. I think that resistance is huge. I think that was a good word by you uh, there. And it seems like you're right. They, They have a lot of drives where the teams just go up and down the field. And I know sometimes they're in situations where the Packers are up by a good margin. In the past, not la- not last week, but in other games where they don't want to give up a lot of big plays, so they Leafs uh, teams get stuff underneath. But it seems like they just need a little bit more resistance, and they should uh, be on their way to another solid week. So turning the page uh, to the Texans uh, season so far, Mark, your thoughts there. Yeah, so Texans have had an interesting, I'd say, last year since they – lost in the divisional round to Kansas City. They were up 24 to nothing, and then they blew a huge lead. And their offseason was definitely um, kind of unexpected for them. They had the DeAndre Hopkins trade, which was pretty widely criticized around the league. And um, you have to wonder if there was some stuff going on in the locker room in the offseason and then early on this year because it was pretty early to let go of Bill O'Brien only five weeks in. So now it's going to be up to Romeo Cornell for the rest of the season. And then I'm assuming they're going to be hiring a new coach um, after this year. And it was surprising, not just last year, but the um, year before that, when they had Bill O'Brien do a general manager and coaching job, I think that that's, almost unheard of now in the NFL. Both jobs require a lot of time, and I don't think you can rely on one person to do all the responsibilities there. But they did sign Deshaun Watson to a long-term contract, so 
they're set at quarterback. They just got to stabilize their supporting cast. As far as this year, they're 1-5, and five, so it's been a struggle for them defensively, especially stopping the run. There's been teams like Tennessee and Baltimore and Kansas City that have run on them a lot, so that's definitely a, a big concern that they're trying to to correct. Uh, it seems like it took a little bit for Deshaun Watson to get used to some of his new receiving core, like Randall Cobb and Brandon Cooks. They did, they did pick up David Johnson. He's been okay so far. I don't think, I don't know if he's a long-term answer at that position, but that's something to be determined. It does seem just in catching some of their games, Deshaun Watson is still under a lot of pressure with the O-line letting teams get to him a lot. So, for his sake, you hope that doesn't continue because he can definitely take a beating uh, as far as that goes from other teams. But it's definitely a transition year for them. They don't have you know Clowney anymore. They don't have Hopkins. They don't have Laramie Tunsil. So they still have a lot of good, talented players. But uh, as far as their outlook for the rest of the year, I would say they're probably looking at a wild card spot at best. They're already you know, three and a half games behind the Titans. So we'll have to see what happens from then on out for them. Yeah, and I agree. You made very good, solid points there on the text of the season so far. And uh, it's good to get your thoughts on uh, the Packers season first and foremost, but the Texans too. Uh, for all you listeners out there, Mark is uh, my guest on this episode of my podcast, and he'll be probably a guest on a, f- a lot more uh, future episodes in addition to my brother, Nate Van Handel. Uh, and then others I'll have along the way. But it's good to get Mark's thoughts because Mark is just like me. He's a big Wisconsin sports fan. But I think uh, Mark would agree if he had to pick one Wisconsin sports team and only that one team, I think that he would say the Packers. And uh, he's definitely a Packer fan, and it's good to get his insight on uh, the Packers. And uh, so that's definitely kind of a recap of things so far with the Packers and the Texans season. And then they look ahead to uh, tomorrow's game at uh, noon on Fox. And after this short break, we will have that as far as the ranks for the offense and defense, and then the statistics for both teams, and then the injury report update. So that'll be coming up after this short break. Moving ahead in this episode of Big A's Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, this is the second segment of a preview for the Packers versus Texans game, which is tomorrow, as mentioned before, on Fox at noon Central Time. And in the last segment, we gave all you listeners a recap so far of the Packers season up until this point and then the Texans. And now in this segment we'll be taking a deeper dive into setting you up for the game tomorrow in terms of giving the ranks for offense and defense the statistics up until this point and then the injury report for both teams so starting with the Houston Texans they are ranked 21st of 32nd in points per game offensively they are ranked 26th of 32 in defense Packers 
are ranked third in points per game for offense and 20th in points per game for defense. The passing defense, the Texans are 20th in passing defense. They are 32nd in rushing defense. Packers are 18th in passing defense, and they are 15th in rushing defense. So, as mentioned before on this episode, I am joined by my cousin Mark Trunk, and we are doing this Packer preview. And Mark, it's good to have you on for this. And moving to the statistics before we get Mark's thoughts on the stats leaders so far, Aaron Rodgers for the Packers has 13 touchdowns, two interceptions, over 1,000 yards passing. Deshaun Watson has 13 touchdowns, five interceptions, over 1,000 yards passing. Aaron Jones over 300 yards rushing so far, five touchdowns. David Johnson over 300 yards rushing, three touchdowns. Jones for the Packers, Johnson for the Texans. Robert Tanyan in the receiving game for the Packers over a thousand or over 100 yards rather, uh, receiving with five touchdowns. And Will Fuller over 400 yards receiving with four touchdowns. And those are just the leaders from a quarterback, running back, and receiver standpoint. There are obviously other players that factor in to that. But, uh, Mark, I want to get your thoughts on the leaders for both teams so far in this season. Yeah, so it's always good to kind of get an overall picture of how guys have been doing so far. Uh, With Aaron Jones' status for the game in question, if he can't go, then they're going to have to rely on Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon. Uh, If he can go, then they're going to have the the usual three running back tandem. I still think Williams and Dillon can be effective if if they need to be. Texans still have some solid receivers along with Will Fuller. Will Fuller, they got Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, and Jordan Aikens as well. And then for the Packers receiving core, you're going to be looking for Devontae Adams, Marquez, Elda Scantling, uh, Equinamia St. Brown, Darius Shepard, Jay Sternberger, and Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, and I think that those in addition to the leaders are kind of the key p- players on, on the offensive side for both teams. And there might be a few other players that are a little bit lower in the depth chart for both teams that might step up uh, if there's an injury where a player can't go uh, for either team. You mentioned Aaron Jones being uh, having a status in question for the game. So uh, there might be some players like that where uh, they kind of arrive on the scene and they, they play. Um, but those are kind of the top players to look for for both uh, sides. And then from an injury report standpoint, for the Packers, they have listed defensive lineman Montrevious Adams as questionable. Tackle David Bakhtiari is out. Running back Tyler Irvin is out. Running back Aaron Jones is questionable. Cornerback Kevin King is doubtful. Defensive lineman Tyler Lancaster is out. Center Corey Lindsley is questionable. Safety Darnell Savage is doubtful. Linebacker Preston Smith is questionable. And tight end Bob... Tanyan, or otherwise known as Robert Tanyan, is questionable. So there's a lot of players on the Packers injury report, and then you look at the Texans injury report, and they have two players. Jordan Ankins, the tight end, is questionable, and linebacker Peter Calabai is questionable. So the actives and inactives for uh, games in the NFL nowadays usually come uh, out hour and a half before kickoff. So this game's a noon kick. So look around 1030, 
in the morning tomorrow, central time, for uh, the actives and inactives from both teams. And you'll know who's going to be playing. Those players that are on the team that aren't listed in the injury report are obviously going to play. And then these are the ones that are kind of on the bubble as far as whether they're going to play or not. So uh, stay tuned for that. And usually anywhere you get your NFL media nowadays, I usually look at Twitter uh, and I see those uh, actives and inactives for both teams. And uh, that gets you set kind of knowing who's going to play and who's going to not play for the game. So again, having Mark Trunk on uh, his first podcast episode with me, uh, Adam Van Handel for Big A Sports Show. Uh, Mark, what are your thoughts on the injury report for uh, both the Texans and the Packers? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously Packers have a lot more guys on there, so it's not ideal, but it's definitely going to test their depth. I think the most impactful one will be David Bakhtiari being out, or doubtful, and then um, hopefully Aaron Jones can go because he's probably the best playmaker on offense. But we'll have to see what happens. And then for Houston, they're coming into this game pretty healthy, so um, – that's that's good for them, but we'll have to see who's all going to play and not play to, uh, tomorrow uh, when when uh, they release the injury report. Yeah, that'll be uh, something to see. And like you mentioned, David Bakhtiari being out is definitely going to uh, need to be where they have another player step in. I know when Bakhtiari went out with injury last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they had uh, Rick Wagner step in. So. He could be uh, called into action again, and he's definitely a veteran offensive lineman in the, in the NFL, and obviously a lot of Badger fans know he played college ball at Wisconsin uh, when he played in college, so um, he's definitely a name that a lot of Wisconsinites know, and uh, he's now a Packer. So um, he could uh, play in this game and uh, see more time, or they could – Potentially slide Elton Jenkins to tackle and then have another player step in at guard for Elton. But I would assume that Matt LaFleur, their head coach, uh, would try to avoid that. Elton has shown that he can play every position on the offensive line, but it's something where if you have a player that's comfortable uh, at guard and has been playing guard so far in his career for the Packers at guard and staying there, um, you probably would like to keep him at guard. And I know that they have other guys in addition to Wagner that can step in at tackle and uh, hopefully hold their own as uh, David Bakhtiari is definitely one of the best tackles in the NFL. So he will definitely be a loss, but I think it's something where he's hurt and it's unfortunate that he's hurt, but it's better to uh, think long-term kind of like they did with the Devonta Adams injury earlier in the season where he wanted to play that uh, Thursday night game, and uh, they kind of held him out as precaution uh, because they want him for the stretch run for the playoffs, and that's definitely something for any team. We're talking about the Packers here specifically, but for any team uh, that has those playoff aspirations, um, realistic playoff aspirations. I know any team has playoff aspirations, but realistic at playoff aspirations um, as far as their talent and everything. Um, you want those players for the stretch run later in the season. So I think that that was the thinking here with Bakhtiari. And, adi- and additionally, he's just not healthy enough to go tomorrow. So he will uh, sit tomorrow out. 
and hopefully get uh, better for the following weeks of the season. So that is the end of the second segment here on Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. Again, I have Mark Trunk, my cousin, as my guest for this episode and probably going to be a guest in future episodes. I know that all you listeners heard my preview episode of the Badgers opener yesterday with my brother, Nate Van Handel. Um, it's good to get Mark's thoughts because he's really into the Packers and uh, really knowledgeable of them. And then my brother, Nate, is a huge Wisconsin sports fan too, but he's even more so knowledgeable of the Badgers. So uh, it's definitely good to get their thoughts, and they definitely have um, a lot of knowledge. So it's good to get them on and looking forward to having them on in the future as, as well as others. So in the uh, next portion, the last portion of this episode of my podcast, Mark and I will be giving our predictions for the game tomorrow between the Packers and the Houston Texans. So stay tuned for that. Moving along to the last segment of this episode of the Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and I'm joined in this episode for the Packers versus Texans preview by my cousin, Mark Trunk, who is very knowledgeable of the Packers, and uh, it's good to have him on, and we'll have him on for future episodes, too. Um, and we, so far, have set you up with the reset of the Packers season up until this point, getting Mark's thoughts since it was his first time on this podcast, so it's good to get his thoughts. And then the Texans season so far, that was segment one. Segment two, which you just heard, in addition to segment one, was the injury report and then the statistics for both teams coming into this game for the Packers-Texans game. And then in this last portion, we will do the predictions. But before we get to the predictions, I know that, Mark, you had a few things that you wanted to add in uh, before we get there. Yeah, just some keys for the Packers on both sides of the ball. Uh, first on defense, the Packers are second, ranked second last in the league in getting turnovers. So it'd be really nice to get some interceptions or fumbles or, or whatnot from Houston. Um, and it'd be great if they can – get Houston down early and pin their ears back on Deshaun Watson and uh, put some pressure on that offensive line. Last week, the Packers were really bad in the red zone, so they need to be better at that this week. You'd really like to see Rashawn Gary and Preston and Zadarius Smith all get going at the same time. Kevin King being out could be a big loss for them, especially going against that receiving core for Houston. So Josh Jackson and our Holman are going to have to step up. Uh, as far as Deshaun Watson, hopefully they can get some pressure on him. He's one of the best in the league at extending plays, and whether it's running for first downs or extending plays to so throw it deep, they got to watch out for that. Um, the Texans still have guys like Will Fuller, and then Cooks. Will Fuller can, is one of the best deep threats in the league, and then uh, Cobbs and, or Brandon, Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb are really good slot guys. Uh, as far as David Johnson goes. The Packers need to be better against the run than they were last week. Hopefully, uh, Kenny Clark and Kiki Kingsley Kiki would be good for doing that, but we'll have to see. And then on offense, they have to really attack Houston's rushing defense. Houston is last in the league in rushing defense. Like I said earlier, a bunch of teams that have played the Texans this year have had huge days against them. Uh, Houston does like to blitz a little bit more, so. Uh, 
last week the Packers did not do good against the Blitz, so they got to clean that up. Something interesting I found just kind of looking around this week for information, Houston was Houston is actually the league leader in missed tackles, so if you can get people out in space, the Packers should be able to make some big plays. Uh, some guys to look out for in Houston's defense, Zach Cunningham, he's one of the best linebackers as far as you know, being fast and athletic and he usually racks up a lot of tackles. Bernard McKinney is really good as well against the run. Um, their secondary, Bradley Robin, Gary Ann Conley, they're not they're not awful, but they're not great either. But they were both high draft picks, so it'll be interesting to see who they match up on who for the Packers receivers. And then as far as the Packers passing game, you'd like to see them more in rhythm. They definitely need some other people besides Avante Adams to step up, so people like MBS, Robert Tanyan. I like to see them get the running backs involved more because they really did <coughs> did a great job of that against Atlanta, and then it kind of went away a little bit, it seemed like, against Tampa Bay. So um, hopefully they can hit on some more deep shots. They had a lot of pass, a lot of uh, – passes down the field last week that just missed whether it was Rodgers overthrowing people or people being out of bounds. So they got to clean that up. Someone else to look forward to as well. Rodgers usually plays really well in domes. So you know, whether it's at Dallas or, or other places, he's usually pretty good in, in domes. So that, that'll be interesting to see. And then just lastly, as far as offense goes, they want to make sure they protect Aaron Rodgers. uh, Whitney Merciless and J.J. Watt are a little bit older now than maybe I'd say maybe they're a little past their prime, but they can still they can still definitely cause some problems. Uh, like you were saying earlier, you know they may have to do some shifting shifting around the offensive line. So hopefully they get that figured out and don't maybe don't rely on a, a deep drop back passing game because that could get them into some trouble with sacks and things like that. And then last thing to look out for. Houston is last in the league as far as red zone defense. So that should bode well for the Packers. And I think they're going to need some points because I think Houston's going to score a lot as well. Yeah. And I think that those are really good keys to the game, a really good deep dive into both teams as far as keys and the players that uh, kind of really make noise as far as the players that. Um, our factors in the game in addition to the other players that we've mentioned earlier in this episode of my podcast. And uh, I think among everything that you said, just probably my biggest key offensively and defensively for the Packers um, will be, I know that last week they were without Tyler Irvin, the return man for them. And the uh, he's a running back too, who rotates in and out uh, in addition to their other running backs that they have. He was out, like I mentioned, and with him, they're able to do a lot of motion stuff, which Matt LaFleur likes to do in his offense, and that kind of aspect was taken out. And now I know that last week they tried the motion with motioning Aaron Jones across, and then they had Jamal Williams in the backfield. Um, So that was kind of still there last week, but it definitely was something that stood out to a lot of people, myself included, where – they couldn't do that as much as they maybe wanted to. So maybe that threw things out of whack. And then earlier in this episode of my podcast, I mentioned that Tyler Irvin will be out again. So it'll be another week where they'll have to figure out uh, 
kind of what to do as far as the offense goes. And I'm sure that Matt LaFleur will have a good game plan like he always does um, with that. And then defensively, they're just going to need to really play solid defense and not let the Texans go up and down the field like they sometimes do to other teams where they have other other teams go up and down the field easily. And I think the biggest thing is Kevin King. He's probably not going to play this game. And that was a big factor last week, too, I know, against the Buccaneers. He's one of the good corners. I mean, Jair Alexander is their best corner, one of the best cornerbacks in the league. But Kevin King is definitely a very good corner. He's tall. He's lengthy. He's athletic. The whole, you know, nine yards as far as that goes, um, so to speak. And he's pretty much got a lot of what you want in an ideal NFL cornerback and is a pretty productive one. So um, he won't be there. So they'll have those players, like you mentioned, have to step up for cornerback and really, you know, try and cover the Texans receivers well. So uh, now we will round out this episode of my podcast with the prediction. So, Mark, I will start with you, your prediction for tomorrow's game. Yeah, so I think this is going to be a shootout. I think both offenses will definitely be able to move the ball a lot, and they're going to have a lot of chances in the red zone. I think just like we always hear you know, all the time, turnovers is going to be important. If the Packers' defense can force a turnover, too, I like their chances. Uh, Rodgers on the floor since last year are 5-0 and after losses. I think last week was a bit of a wake-up call, and they're going to be sharper this week. Um, I don't know kind of what all happened with last week. They started out great, and then they just – it was not it was not Packers football at all. So I think it's definitely going to be entertaining watching Rodgers and Watson play. They're two of the most – Interesting quarterbacks to watch. I think Houston is more talented than your average one in five team. So I think it'd be a close game. I'll take the Packers 31 28. All right. Solid prediction there and a good kind of breakdown of your thoughts, Mark. And now myself, Adam Van Handel, will give uh, my prediction for the game tomorrow. I just think that the Packers are going to be real motivated to get that bad taste out of their mouth from last week's loss. In the NFL, losses happen, obviously, like we mentioned earlier in this episode of my podcast, but I just feel like the Packers didn't play well for much of that game after they got up with the initial 10 nothing lead and then everything kind of was not good from the rest of the way as they got you know, outscored the rest of the way and didn't even score uh, from that point on. The Texans definitely, like any team, have some talent, like mentioned earlier in this episode of my podcast, but I just feel like the Packers will get a nice rebound win and they'll bounce back in a nice way the biggest key i think is going to be for any team pretty much you could say going against the texans is containing deshaun watson their quarterback he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league in addition to aaron Rodgers for the packers and he's a dual threat quarterback like you mentioned mark earlier in this episode of my podcast and like any talented player he's going to get his but you have to make sure that he doesn't get way more than his or he doesn't break out and, you know, really make the Packers pay. So I would assume that Packers defensive coordinator, he's a defensive coordinator for a reason and a pretty well-known person in the NFL. Mike Pedden will know to uh, have the quarterback spy on as much as possible and QB contain. So that way the edges, as far as the right side and the left side of the line are kind of where they have players on those sides so that Watson can't get out. And then the middle two of the of the kind of quarterback looking 
out to his receivers will need to be covered too as you'll have to have a linebacker uh, spy there. So I know that several years ago that was kind of a factor for the Packers. As we all know, Packer fans, they got crushed in the run game from a quarterback standpoint and having those dual threat guys uh, really make them pay. But I know that that was a few years ago and there's different teams now. So it's a different team now and hopefully that this team can uh, definitely kind of contain that as much as possible. So the Packers, I think, will get a win. And Mark, like you mentioned, it could be a close game. Very well could be. But I just foresee the Packers winning this game uh, by a score of 34 to 17. I think that it will be a uh, three-score win for the Packers. And the Texans, like I mentioned before, are very talented. They have some guys on offense, like we mentioned, that are very skilled. But uh, their defense isn't very good, although you mentioned that they do have some okay players. I think that as a unit, they uh, aren't as aren't as what they were before. I know that a few years ago they were a ten, one of the more better talented defenses as far as ranks go in the NFL, and that's kind of fallen off um, since then. But uh, I think that the Packers get a nice win, and they get a rebound, and then they go to next week. And another thing I'll just mention as the last thing is Romeo Cornell, like you mentioned, Mark, is their interim head coach. And I've talked in episodes before on my podcast that initially, usually in sports, teams kind of play for their interim coach and they want him to do well. And then it, in most cases, kind of wears off down the line. So last week, although the Texans lost to the Titans, they still gave the Titans a real good ball game and almost won that. Um, so they're really playing for Romeo. And uh, that'll maybe be a slight factor here as far as um, them being even more motivated than usual because they've had already had a coaching change in their season. So that's kind of a preview of the game. And, uh, Mark, before I end this episode of my podcast, any last thoughts? Yeah, I think I'm excited for the game. I think it'll be interesting. Um, it's always cool to see a game against a non-traditional opponent. So uh, I think it should be a good one, and hopefully the Packers get back on track. Yeah, definitely, and thank you for uh, joining me on this episode of my podcast, and uh, I definitely look forward to having you in future episodes. No problem. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the rest of the year. Yeah, and uh, this has been a, another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and we previewed the Packers-Texans game for tomorrow, which is at noon on Fox, and thank you all for listening, and again, if you want to spread the word about my show, you can spread the word about my show. Um, in addition to myself, I'm always looking to get as many consistent listeners as possible. So um, the listening support has been great so far, and I look forward to continue to be real good as uh, any podcaster wants. They want a lot of consistent listeners, so that's what I'm always striving for. So I'll uh, look to talking with you all again very soon, and uh, thanks again. And I hope that you enjoyed another episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. Thank you.